Welcome to the Moz Car Podcast. We're your hosts. My name's Guggen. And my name is Jess. Jess, buddy, is this our first pod of 2021 or was that the last one? That's a good question. Well, nonetheless, here we are. This is going to be our WandaVision pod. Not terribly late on this one, but um, WandaVision, Disney Plus's newest and Marvel's first, the MCU first um, Disney Plus series. And, you know, from everything that, that, that Kevin Feige and Marvel's been saying, they're going to be heavily utilizing Disney Plus. It's not going to be, we're not talking Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. here where it's just a show on broadcast TV that, you know, that it's not really, it's very loosely, not, it's not even really acknowledged in the MCU, you know, like they, on the show, I, I stopped watching it after like the first three episodes of season one, but um, the Disney Plus series are actually going to be directly right in line with what's, you know, going on in the MCU. And obviously in the MCU, what, what I really like about this when it got announced was in the MCU, some of these characters aren't going to get their own movie and, you know, but then they're giving them these shows and, and then, you know, the first one that was announced or the first one that was going to be coming out is WandaVision. And, you know, it came out January 15th. And what were your initial like feelings or excitement uh, revolving around WandaVision? when you first heard about the concept of the show, kind of some of the things that they were going to be doing in it. Um, what what are your initial like feelings on it? Leading up to the release. You know, I saw the uh, trailer after the Kevin Feige did that whole reveal for the next slate thing. And uh, this thing was like trippy. You know, I was like, and I think I, I was kind of like, this is new. I haven't seen nothing like how they were showing it. And I don't know if you've uh, read the House of M comics. I don't read. We've discussed it many times. It's like you just throw it in my face every time. I bought a fucking book on Amazon recently. I was like, you know what? That's what I'm going to do in 2021. I'm going to read 30 minutes a day before I go to bed or something. I read six pages. And this over the span of of 2020 essentially but go, yeah no I didn't read House of that hmm. well in that case why don't you tell us what House of M is no I'm gonna just withhold that information from you she says no more mutants in it and like 98% of mutants die right that's what I that's what I pieced together online. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But the biggest thing is like her ability to reality warp, I think is the biggest takeaway from it. So that's kinda like when you saw the trailer for this and if you've already seen it, like some people have probably watched this, like and they're probably like, What the hell? Like, I don't get it. Like I think I saw some people saying, um it was like a it has like a sitcom me feel to it and it's like that's not really if that's your takeaway. I don't think that's that's not the bigger, um, broader, like what they're trying to convey. It's not supposed to like yeah, it's supposed to be like an homage to those kind of sitcoms like the Honeymooners and like, um, 
I love Lucy, kind of, and they have those. We'll, we'll we'll just get right into it, you know. So they have those. Uh, the first two episodes, yeah. The, the first, first two episodes. two episodes, like those kind of like same like gimmick. Um, what's that word? Like tropey situations where the boss is coming home for dinner. Yeah, you know, what? they're they're paying homage, like you said, to these older sitcoms and you know this one was these the black and white ones which, which, which ones were they homaging in these two episodes i think one of them was bewitched the second one yeah. was was the first one like i love lucy you you said you actually watched i love lucy when you were growing up right yeah so it, it was kind of cool to see that and then like um i think that first episode is kind of you're kind of like trying to figure out what the hell's going on so they just kind of show you intro wise they're just driving into this town pulling up and then they're like they're living here all of a sudden wherever this so is i had no idea how the show would start or how we would get into it like yourself i heard about it's gonna be a sitcom feel it's gonna be trippy and they just launch right into it it's like it starts and we're already in here the intro was them like, you know, moving into the neighborhood and they just got married. And then, you know, they're, they both don't know what's going on though. Right. I feel like my takeaway after watching both episodes is I think she might kind of have a grasp of what's going on. Um, so like first episode wise, you kind of see that I think. I think after you watch both episodes and then you go back and if you rewatch it, I guess it's more apparent, but she's... Have you rewatched it? Yeah. Um, so, you know, so it basically kicks off like this. They're, um, they, they're having like a little... They're talking in the kitchen and there's like a, um, you know, the bo- there's like a heart on heart. the calendar. So they can't figure out what it's for. And then Agnes, her neighbor, comes over and uh, so... She's asking her, like, well, when did you guys meet? When did you get married? What is your anniversary? Stuff like that. So they, she can't really answer any of that. So that kind of kind of gives you, like, okay, maybe she doesn't know what's going on. Vibes to it. And then so, you know, later on progressing the story, like, and by the way, um, Paul Bettany mm-hmm. is hilarious, right? And Elizabeth Olsen is like one of the most beautiful fucking women. I had no fucking idea, dude. Like, she's been in the other fucking like MCU movies and stuff. And it was, I've never, like, you know, like I was like, you know, Scarlett fucking Johansson. Like, if you're in a movie with fucking Scarlett Johansson, you know, it's like hard to, but. Jesus Christ, man, in both of these episodes. Like, I don't know if it's because it's set in, but she just looked gorgeous. It was, like, distracting how gorgeous she looked. But, yes, Paul Bettany is very funny. What did you think about What did you think about them being black and white? They actually, uh, you did, was that distracting at all for you? Or did you, like, did it kind of get you out of the, like, you know, like, both of the episodes are black and white. They actually used um, like the older cameras and equipment to fucking sh- sh- did the was the black and white distracting at all to you? Nah, I I think um, 
like right when it started kind of but as like the show goes on i think you it becomes like a norm for it but then i think that's what that's pretty what i thought was neat about it was uh in that second episode and we'll jump back and forth is when yeah, yeah. you know they no have no structure at all um just like our lives um yeah. like there's like objects that do have color in it you know and then like there's a scene of like where there's blood so the contrast to it i think it looks pretty neat how they did that with the black and white too so i think there's payoff to it and um, i i think it's the fact that they did use the older cameras and the equipment to shoot it it doesn't look like if it was like it's it's got that blurriness to it it's not like high fucking if it was like 4k and it just happened the colors had to be black and white you know i think it would have been more off-putting but the way that it's presented dude it looks and the way they act they fucking both knock it out of the park with like setting the tone with what like fucking sitcoms and stuff were like you know back then like how they're acting they're acting just as they would man like it's it's impressive man I didn't think I would like it as much as I did. I thought it was, um, I really didn't think, like, I didn't know how they were going to, but they delved right into it. Like, I didn't know how they were going to pull it off, kind of. And two episodes in, I think they're, like, pulling it off just fine. You know how I always gauge it? If I watch a movie or or I watch a show, because, you know, like, anytime you watch something, you're like, did I like it? Yeah, man. Like, you know, you could leave it being like, oh, man, that was really good. And then you just don't think about it again. Or you could leave it as like, oh, man. And you're just thinking about it. Like, two, three days go by and you're still just thinking about it. I've been, like, since the first two episodes came out, dude. Like, I've been thinking about this show. Like, oh, man. Like, it stuck with me. I definitely want to see more. Like, it was a slow burn kind of not like a slow burn but like my feelings towards it it like crept up on me after the past like a, a, a couple of days went by what about you have you been thinking you said you rewatched it yeah i rewatched it because okay so basically you know breakdown of it so it just starts as it is you know we don't know what's going on as it seems like to in the beginning of the episode scarlet witch um i mean wanda and you know they rarely i don't think they've ever called her scarlet witch right yeah it's probably a little too offensive yeah um so it seems like they both kind of like don't know how they got where they are in this city you know and Mm -hmm. you're kind of just going along with the black and white like 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 you know theme the audience or laughter whatever like it's all like i said like we already kind yeah, of she's at about. she's at home he's at work now yeah he's just so being he, a beast. yeah so he goes to work and even him you can kind of see he's just like kind of questioning his own reality because like or he, he can't figure out what he's doing where what he's where you know at his job like and he you know they even make that like a joke that it's kind of like a running gag but, you know, it's like, what do, what do I do here exactly? Like, what do, do we like, sell what do we, something? Yeah, do we, do we yeah. build something? So that's kind of like just, I think, the first, like, uh, it's like a vision trying to figure out um, what's going on. Like, he, you know, he's questioning that. And that's when, like, he finds out, you know, the heart on their calendar wasn't an anniversary or anything. His boss is coming to dinner with him. Dinner, so, yeah. Mr. Hart. Yeah. What did have, you think about? Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. I think you're leading right into it. 
Yeah, so, you know, then they have all the shenanigans happen where she, uh, she thought it was anniversary, just like, like that old... And what then, did you think of the boss and then and, the guys in the office and then one guy's packing up, the guy with the mustache, he's like, oh, like, you know, like, he went to his house for dinner. And then, you know, so they pretty much set it up that, like, if you do shitty at dinner, like, you could get fired. Because that guy is, like, leaving, he's like, I thought four courses would be enough and then like the i bosses, had a string quartet <laughs> yeah, the string quartet as entertainment that's <laughs> uh, just funny so i thought that know, guy was just funny man. yeah uh-huh they so, have a phone uh, call um she's like she's at home thinking like you know speaking with agnes and agnes is like this is what you got to do you got to satisfy your man you know if it's your anniversary today you got to like bang his brains out you know, because that's what you, I love the misogyny, you know, I thought that was like, you know, we don't get that anymore in shows. <laughs> it was comforting. It was like a warm blanket. It's like, ah, this is simple. I know what's happening here. The man's at work. The woman's at home thinking of ways how she needs to satisfy him. It's just like, it feels like home. I, I'm going to go ahead and take this moment and like distance myself from anything um, that you're saying right now. All right. <clears throat> I have no... Uh, I plead the fifth. You have no comments? Okay. <laughs> yes, I have no comments. Um, so... Back to before we went on this side rant. Um, back to what we were saying. So, you know, they have this whole dinner thing. And then what's weird is during the dinner, Mr. Hart just starts asking him normal questions. Uh, Vision's boss at this time. And... Um, what do you think of Kitty from that 70 show? For her part. Like how she... Uh, that's kind of how... Like, I think she plays that perfect, like. Mm -hmm. That's her, man. She killed it. She killed it doing that for a long time on that 70s show. So, you know, she was like the, she she was essentially like, it's like, we know this person. That's nice. So, yeah, Mr. Hart starts questioning um, um, Wanda and Vision about their back. Where are you from? You know, and and he goes, and he goes, yeah, answer her. Simple. How'd you meet? Where are you from? Like, when did you? Yeah, He's an intense know. guy. Damn it, answer her. <laughs> she was, oh, yeah, slamming the table. table. <laughs> and then as you can see, like Wanda looks like she's fucking um, frazzled, you know. And all of a sudden, this dude starts choking, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and he falls on the ground. Nobody knows the Heimlich because it's like nineteen twenty-eight. Like, oh my god, what do we do first? Kind of. Uh, or not your first, you know, you already have vision kind of rea- questioning this reality. So I think that was kind of more of, if you see Mr. Hart's wife, you know, Kitty from the 70s show, she saying, stop it, stop it, like over and over again. And then towards the end of it, she's just like, she's saying it frantically and it gets more and more frantic. And this time she's looking directly at Wanda. It was yeah. And then trippy. she's looking at Wanda. And this whole time, Vision hasn't moved to get up to start CPR. And this lady, she's not, or something, right, bro? Like, you're, like, dude, like, 
you're like you're fucking self-aware aren't you like you were at a factory earlier questioning yeah. output and shit like i'm sure there was like a program somewhere in there jarvis that like shows you basic cpr <laughs> it's 1928 you don't know was when was cpr Doesn't invented matter well if the people on the show don't know what a heimlich maneuver is you know when was CPR invented? Boom, it's like a top question. 1960. Yeah, yeah dude. Anyways, know. so back to what I was saying. Well, he doesn't move. He doesn't do anything. And then she, until she says, um, Vision, help him. And that's when he goes and he, like, I guess is choking on food and he pulls the food out. And that's so weird. Right afterwards, he goes, Well, look at the time. And they just leave. It was so. Yep, jumping back real quick, the Heimlich maneuver invented in 1974. That's why they didn't do it. Well, anyways, he didn't look like he was worried at all. He was just sitting there. And then, um, so he leaves or whatever. And it's so weird how they leave, too, because all of a sudden he's just like, go. Yeah. They have one bite. They were talking about how fathom they are she's like i'm getting woozy well you look at the time (laughs) so this kind of makes me feel like in this reality so whatever it is that they're living in in this bubble the people are real they're not figments like i think she's warped this reality and it's warped to like this weird like i said homage to these old decade like this old television style for some reason and then it's yeah you're, you're hitting it you're hitting it spot on it's essentially like you know how in the Simpsons movie, they're in a bubble, like they're under the bubble. She's made a smaller version of that over like a neighborhood. Because today on Twitter, I saw some stills. It was uh, Monica Rambeau. Uh, you know, she's the one uh, who we see in episode two, where she's like, I don't know, you know, what's been going on and stuff. And then um, it has her and the guy uh, from Ant-Man uh, and the Wasp, the cop. Um, he, he, they're both like inspecting it, you know, like Monica Rambo is like reaching her hand out and the hands like starting to warp. So that's what's happened. She's kind of warped over a small, like little cul-de-sac. And like, that's what we're seeing in this, like, so yeah, the people are real and it's just crazy, man. It's crazy. I'm I'm very curious to see um, what, what's going to continue to happen. Um, we are, yeah, so do you want to talk about Monica Rambeau now? No, um, yeah, we'll, we'll from episode there. two. So so this episode when it ends, it looks like it has like TV credits, all that, and it cuts to an actual TV screen, and somebody's watching this. So I think you know the situation's being monitored. I don't know how they're watching it, which, which is, is like, any weirder. Imagine like how trippy that would be they're like they have like a satellite or a camera up and like that, that yeah that's I, I think what i read online is they think it's the chick from the thor movies um cat denning's character she's the one that's watching it because she's mm-hmm. in this show but it's just weird how they're watching it or where they're getting like what do they see like i'm sure they'll try to explain that later on mm-hmm. um so, uh, you know, it ends there. So that's what, like, I think I've gotten a kind of fair. So this is like a real. She's warping reality, I think. 
around her wherever she is and she's chosen this place or city but she's also ending up I think this reality bubble is kind of warped uh, just regular people in this town or like this certain and they're kind of characters now in her little um like her 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 new reality you know reality so i think that's what's mm-hmm. crazy about it and so one of the characters like you said earlier she was there talking about the how to please your man blah 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 um is her neighbor agnes so people have kind of ha- like have theories mm-hmm. that this is agatha harkness from the marvel comics she's kind of a one of the most powerful witches i guess besides besides uh wanda so there's just yeah. witches in the MCU, uh, huh? like Agatha. Like I think they like were friends, and then they start. Um, um, I, I don't know. I I think in one of the conflicts they wanted to kill her or something. Uh, I know, right? Jeez. Um, so another reason why people think that's her, she's talking about her husband Ralph, and then she mentions that uh, they're anniversary is june 2nd that uh and you know june somebody like a deduced on tra- on uh twitter that june 2nd 1962 was the salem witch trials jesus christ some of these fucking deep fucking cuts yeah. th- that can't be true so and she's a witch so they think that's because of that and then she wears like a brooch in but the episodes, then, and that was one of the things Agatha wears in the comics and all of her appearances. Mm-hmm. Brooches. Okay, so she's I not one of just yeah, normal neighbors. No. You're saying that, she's... and I think she kind of knows what's going on, and she drops kind of hints. So going into the second episode, you know, the second episode starts off like. To hear some noises. I think the second episodes where Paul Bettany was really funny. Like he's acting like funny in the uh-huh. bed. He goes, "Oh, she goes. One of us should like you know check what the noise is, and it's just like a tree hitting them or whatever hitting the house." And so yeah. later on, like she's going to go meet up with like some country club people or whatever, and that's where she finds this helicopter, and the helicopter has the symbol of sword on it. So what sword is is basically shield doesn't exist anymore. Or shield is kind of compromised. Shield is compromised. Gone, you know? so sword is like an, a a new version of shield. I, I is I guess the easiest way to put it. That's where that yeah that that's where Nick Fury is at the end of Captain Marvel. He's on a sword spaceship. Yeah, so that's what this new agency is, and I think they're trying to get to Wanda, and they're surveying her in this bubble, see what's going on somehow and i think they're trying to get to her to break this like because they want to like free all the people that are in this and stuff you know so i think that's one of the reasons well yeah we hear on the radio wanda what's going on like who's doing this to you they on the outside you know wanda's a superhero so they're some they're thinking like somebody's doing something to her that's causing all of this you know but what you know she's actually the one yeah so that's so in the second episode you know even agatha or agatha i'm already calling her that agnes 
So that was kind of what I was sorry trying to mm-hmm. trying to allude to back and forth um, at a moment. Um, besides her, like, I think she knows kind of what's going on too. Is I have an assumption of that, like I said, because of who her character is and who I think her character is. I guess my fan theory of it. Yeah, she's she's a bad. And then witch. the other reason is you know it's kind of she when. Um, Wanda's looking at the helicopter. So I think what this helicopter is, and once again, this is like the theory that's kind of being um, like the main theory. And it's like Iron Man called the helicopter. This helicopter is actually a life-size helicopter, but anything that comes into this reality bubble that we were talking about before kind of, I think, warps to whatever reality Wanda is uh, is uh, imagining or warping or creating, I guess, at that time is my understanding of it. So so it becomes, so I think this is supposed to be a life-size helicopter and it became like a toy helicopter and it has that sword symbol on it. And then right when Agnes shows up, she says, if it isn't the star of the show, and I think that's kind of like breaking third wall kind of, Fourth wall, not third wall. Fourth wall. um, What's the third wall? (laughs) We're talking about characters in a movie. (laughs) So, I think that was cool. And then later on, you know, going back to like people trying to breach. So I think that's at first in this uh, in this reality she's created. Now people are starting to breach it. I think, and Wanda is kind of she gets that sense when she sees the helicopter. She sees that. And then when she's there at this, whatever they're playing, this town, you know, once again, they have this campy, like, it, it's this old school, it's all, all it's this old like school, meaning. like, television, like, homage thing still going on. So they're playing this town talent show, blah, 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 kind of thing. And then um, when she's there in the radio, you hear somebody say, Wanda, and then who's doing this to you? Yeah, it's the it's the cop from uh, Ant Man of the Wasp, and so that's another. There you go. Somebody's like starting to breach this reality, and then Dottie hears it. Who you know? Who's Wanda talking to at that time? And fucking Dottie kind of snaps out of it too. She's like, "What's going on? Who are you? Like, what's happening?" And then I think Wanda resets it because then she like. All of a sudden, is like you know, just leaves everything that she's because she was telling Wanda that she doesn't believe her because Wanda said, "I mean no harm to you." I think that's kind of like a direct confrontation of Wanda trying to tell people that like yeah. she's kind of that's her knowing that she's kind of brought other people into this little like game, not game, but her reality or whatever coping mechanism she has to get over Vision's death. And these are like actual people, and I think mm-hmm. that's her. That's her kind of saying that you know i don't mean any harm to you i assure you that blah blah blah. and then later on as it goes on she runs into monica you know you're talking about her before so monica is the little girl that we saw in captain uh marvel the daughter for uh uh, she's like the niece of the one that shows her outfit colors um so she's supposed to be superhero herself um 
Why can I not think of her superhero name? Um, not Miss Marvel. It's it should be something. I think it's something related oof. like that. Her name is. Come on, Jamie. I know. You would have had it by now. Look at you. Now you're just getting all fucking nervous and flustered and not even like just Googling what random shit. What is the date today? <laughs> <laughs> like, what? Like, what does that have to do with anything, bro? What's her name, man? Bro, Come it on, just man. says Monica Rambeau. I no, but what's her superhero name? Uh, that's a that's bunch of bullshit. Monica Rambo. Okay. Now we're both just Googling. Monica Rambo super hero Expectum. name. There it is. No, Monica was known as Captain Marvel for the most of her Avengers career. However, she agreed to change her alias to Photon, conceding the Captain Marvel title to On Marvel fandom, Bill. it says that in Marvel Avengers, she adapted the new alias of Spectrum. So I guess she has a lot of names. You can choose whichever one you like. What the fuck? Is, what is Carol? Oh, what is Carol's nickname for Monica? Lieutenant Trouble. All right. She's the first superhero in the MCU to have just many <laughs> names. Sometimes she's Photon. All right. So what so, is what? 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 what no, right, we'll call Lieutenant her Lieutenant Trouble. Trouble. Okay. So what? what so Lieutenant, what's Trouble Lieutenant Trouble was actually probably Captain Trouble because she was probably um oh uh, <laughs> <laughs> she was flying that helicopter they found um <laughs> yeah yeah so she's also in this reality now they do and a magic show when yeah fucking one when they first like talk like this, you kind of get this feeling this is her first time getting into this show because uh she kind of goes, you know, I don't know how I got here or like something along those lines, you know, I don't, I don't know what I'm doing here. I really don't know. And mm-hmm. I think that's her because she's just been pulled into this reality, you know, and this is where all of a sudden she's in. And this is, I think, Wanda's first time seeing her too, as you can see. But Wanda's kind of new. Yeah. She's like, wait, who the fuck is this? Yeah. She's like, oh, maybe yeah. it's somebody I didn't see. Before. So that was, I think, uh, kind of like foreshadowing to that. And then as the show, their reality, they're like, you know, Vision kind of has this whole thing where he eats gum and it gets jammed in his system and fucking vibranium. Who would have thought that'd be the fucking right? thing to take um, it out, huh? So they do this whole Captain Gum should just fucking fuck up Black Panther. <laughs> so afterwards they do their whole thing and blah blah blah, and kind of going back to that knocking. They hear knocking in, so they go to go check out if it's this tree. And then all of a sudden, out of this manhole in the street, it looks like a bee suit. A guy in a bee suit um, is coming out. There's bees with him. 
and there's a sword symbol on his back too. And all of a sudden, oh, right prior to this jump back, Wanda kind of all of a sudden is pregnant now. Like, yeah, like she was just, <laughs> yeah, because she was all, she pregnant. was just doing a show and she was just in like a leotard and then she has like looking like a dime <laughs> piece. You're really driving that mission misogyny point at home. <laughs> I'm professing. I'm professing my love, dude. That's true. Go for it. Uh, shoot your shot, man. Who knows? Maybe she'll listen to this podcast one day. They're doing. They're, uh, is Full House one of the themes for sitcoms that they're doing in this one? Or is it not? Because that would have been cool. Because she's an Olsen. You know? They do have twins. Right. So back to what I was saying. Um, she's pregnant. And then they go outside. And there's this guy coming in. And all of a sudden, Wanda... I think Wanda says no. And then... Yeah. All of a sudden, boom. They start rewinding. Like an old VHS segment. And it goes back to like where they were standing. And then, mm-hmm. except for this time, there's no knock outside. And all of a sudden, everything starts becoming colorized. So, like, that I thought was pretty cool to see that happen. Like, to go from. Yeah. Yeah, that was They pulled neat. that off very well. It's like, he's just, he's just like his face. <laughs> and then, like, so, my theory is, I think. Else. Because she feels like there's been so many breaches already into this reality. Maybe every time she changes stuff around or she changes the reality around herself, it impacts like mm-hmm. the bubble or like makes the magic around it. Like, I don't, I, I feel like she, I, I feel like there's a reason why that shift happened after the rewind. So, this is just a theory I'm throwing out there. I feel like every time you, yeah, throw it out. Throw it out. Every time Talk I think you are gonna have this change from like what appears to be like one decade after another, kind of, or like different TV family sitcom kind of things. I guess um, I feel like it's her changing the reality warping or the warping reality are gonna change it around, and it seems to me it's because. She did it like in this one because she saw too many people or too many different things or like, you know, there's the helicopter that was running into Monica, the guy on the radio, and then the beekeeper guy who I think originally, just like how the helicopter change, isn't really a beekeeper, um, even though in Marvel, you know, beekeep the beekeepers are like the bad guys for AIM. I think AIM was the last time shown when like... Uh, Killian Eldritch and in the Iron Man 3 movies he was a part of, and so but I don't think that that's what it is I think the beekeeper I think that's just a, I think that's a hazmat suit with the with the sword logo on the back of it so I think so I don't are the think bees so. real or no that's just me I don't know we'll find out but that's what I think is going on I think then she switches back or she rewinds and then she changes or the reality around her like starts changing. Obviously, it becomes colorized. Things are going on, so it's like I think that's in direct correlation to what just happened. I think she's every time that happens, that's going to be her changing. And I think when she does that, I think 
it might be might change how people can breach it or get into this reality. Are you picking up what I'm putting down? That's a saw. No, I respect it, dude. It's just like it, you're you're so captivated with what's gonna be happening, or like you know, like it's crazy. Like we're they, I would say these two episodes, these two pilot episodes, did exactly what a fucking pilot should do. It makes you you're thinking what's happening. You know, you want more. You want to know dude, more. I can't. I can't wait crazy. to tune in. Think, like just. Fucking next episode theme song playing. Wandavision, Wandavision, the super omnipotent being and her mechanical dildo. You know, I think they, I think Disney should reach out to you to get that license. Oh, did I download? Maybe we could like get the copy that you. That's not the show. I might have got the wrong copy of the show. No, that kind of really explains everything. I was like, so, why is there so less dialogue? <laughs> no, no, I you know how they animate the episode, so I would just love to see the animation right. for that. <laughs> it's like Wanda and Vision, <laughs> like, like, he's you know, it shows Wanda like she's like a being, like you describe, and then it cuts to Vision, and it's just like this big vibranium fucking six foot tall dildo you know what the show ran like about 10 minutes too long (laughs) (laughs) no what their kids names in the comics so i think this what this what this show is also going to do is it's going to speed up their kids getting older and older and older so we're going to have two new fucking characters in the the mcu like W- Wiccan and Speed, yeah. Wiccan and Speed. Um, mm-hmm. And I think, like, what's crazier is, like, and it, Marvel's pretty much like, hey, you, you know, know what? what? If you want to watch this next slate of films, like, freaking Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, like, Spider Man 3, I think, is going to correlate to this. Like, so. It's like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. guess what? Like, they're saying this is how mutants are going to be created in the fucking MCU from everything that happens in the show. She's going to, you know, how in the House of Them she takes away 98% of the mutants? And this one, what I, I was heard just going to say that. So that this is going to be gonna... like a reverse House of Them ending because in House of Them, like, you know, she loses her kids and she can't, um, cope with that so she creates a reality where they're still alive and then like you know toward the end game was like you know like you said her like the but then to for them to reverse it and her creating mutants i think that'd be pretty yeah because we have mutants now we got we got we got it from fox man we fucking rolled up in there and we're like, Fox, man, come on, dude. Like, yes, thank you. Your first few fucking X-Men movies are great. You guys did good with Deadpool. But knock it off now. Come on. Come home to Papa. You know? You know what? I'll, I'll do this. Not only am I going to buy back what is mine, you know, Marvel characters, I'm going to buy your whole goddamn studio from you. And they were like, fine, here you go. And so, you know, we have them. They're in the vault. They're going to be coming out, you know, now. 
fucking we're gonna get mutants here. Wiccan and Speed might be the fucking first mutants in the fucking MCU. You know what's surprising? And so, what they, what 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 the MCU easily could have done is kind of like you know what Disney did with Star Wars and just be like you know what, she's gonna have twins, but they're both gonna be girls. Their names are gonna be Wiccan and Speed, and you know. They're going to be these strong female characters. No, they're like, it's going to be boys. So do you want to have any closing thoughts? Um, I think I kind of want to just dive into some cool Easter eggs that watching this uh, that I saw. So I think what's really like the show has like a commercial. Both episodes have a commercial break. So the first episode has the Toastmates 2000, and it's like, a, you know, um, it's a Stark Industries toaster, and there's a red light that's flashing. So what's a, a popular fan theory among this thing is what kind of um, drove Wanda's hate initially for Tony was you know if you remember her backstory her parents um were killed after a bomb hit them and then the second bomb like landed next to them and it was beeping and whatever it didn't go off so the toaster it has like a red light flashing and it's ticking and it starts ticking faster and then boom the toast is done and it's a guy and a woman who's in um, in the commercial so it's kind of i think if it's still a part of the show or whatever we're watching Wanda's reality, I think this kind of shows her like that's in her. You think, you think, no, I think that's the going to the bomb <laughs> jackass. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> she just hates toasters. I think that's, I, <laughs> Fucking Captain America is making like eggs and toast in the morning. She's just like, oh fuck. Yeah. Uh, the um man. and then so not but the second one <clears throat> is a Strucker watch, which is um, Strucker was a guy that was doing the experiments on her, and he was a member of Hydra. Did you watch the no. Marvel Legends episodes? I did. They That's highlight all of this in the Marvel. That's probably why I was like, ready to watch legends. him. So Strucker did the <laughs> experiments and they shattered the Hydra. So the other thing that people are pointing out, in both commercials, it's the same people, the same couple. So people are alluding that mm-hmm. these were mm-hmm. uh, uh, Wanda. That's the role of these no, people. No, that these are Wanda's parents. The reality. Yeah. Really? That'd be trippy, man. And then, um, so another like kind of throwback or Easter egg is right when the show kicks off, she hits Vision in the head with a, a plate, and then he says something mm-hmm. there. I don't know what he says. And she, my wife, yeah, flying saucers, and she says, "My husband in his head." And I think that's an Easter egg for 2018's Infinity War because we clearly saw his head was not fucking indestructible. Jesus, that's what your that was your take on my what I what I, what I thought when she said that was he had he's made of fucking vibranium. 
But damn, that's a your, your, yours is definitely darker. Definitely, you know, when he pulls that stone out of his head, it wasn't indestructible. Fucking ripped it out like a savage, dude. Thanos like it's like him pop, like opening a Corona. That's what it was. It's like there you go, just dropped him. Man, that was fucking nuts. Any other Easter eggs? I think the other thing that um, people are talking about is um, Mephisto, who is Marvel's like version of the devil. Um, mm-hmm. who, do you think Marvel has a version of Jesus? Uh, has Keanu Reeves been in anything Marvel? I think Constantine is, but it's not like directly related. So, Con- I think Constantine's DC, right? Yeah, damn. Yeah, then no, he hasn't been in the MCU. He should be. He's his stock's at an all time high. Yeah, be the MCU's Jesus. I'm with you. Um, so the other, um, so with Mephisto, they said, you know, there's the part where Dottie says the devil's in the details. So that's the part where people think of that. And, um, We already talked about the sword. Um, yeah, I think I think we're good about the Easter eggs. So, yeah, I think that was you know, all we'll the be, we'll, What? When does? Um, I think this drops every Friday. It's gonna be one episode now a week, and this is gonna lead us right up to fucking, you know, Cap and um, uh, not Cap, uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, fucking release. So we're gonna be. So the next one is, I think one Wandavision, yeah, Captain uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier is March nineteenth, and then that's gonna like just fucking dude, we're gonna be getting it like this year, and then Loki comes out May. Oh, there's another neat Easter egg that I just thought of. See, that's what I was doing. I wasn't listening to you, and I was trying to think of the Easter egg I forgot about. But yeah, I agree with everything you just Hawkeye late twenty twenty one. Endorse it. And I believe in it. I hope it wasn't terrible. <laughs> but whatever you said, man. But my uh, Easter egg that I was talking about was their nicknames Glamour and Illusion. When they're doing their stage show, that's actually taken right out of the comics because Vision and Scarlet Witch used to be friends um, who had a married magic act. And their stage names were Glamour and Illusion. Wonderful. So many Easter eggs in this, huh? Yeah. But what I was saying is this is going to lead us into so many more Marvel, like Captain uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. You know, that's going to be releasing here soon. Um, That's March. Loki is May. So, like, it's exciting, dude. Like, this is setting up, like, different realities and stuff. And then Loki's going to be just a whole fucking other thing that he's going to be going through over there. I, I really don't. Um, I'll be honest with you. I think I'm looking more forward to Loki than Cap and Falcon. Falcon. Yeah. Or Falcon and Winter yeah, Soldier. Winter Soldier. So did you, did you hear uh, there's rumors that uh, Chris Evans is willing to reprise his role as Captain America? You know what? The only thing that I think at this point I would want him to come back to do uh-huh. 
like e- either a like movie or a Disney series of what he's doing, when, like how he's returning the Infinity Stones. Because I think his ending was perfect. You know, like the ending that he got to go back and return the Infinity Stones and then he lived with Peggy and, you know, he enjoyed his life. Like, I like that. So, like, just show us what he did. Because that, like, think of all the shit he had to do to return the Infinity Stones, you know? Lord. Here we go. So, like, they starts off, they show you a skip montage. And, like, him living his life with Peggy, everything's going well. Ha, ha, ha. They're doing the thing. Boom. Peggy dies. And, like, well. She Why does Peggy die? die? Like, remember she dies? <laughs> she, di- we, yeah, she dies That's hella late. So, then we right back to there. And then she dies, you know, he goes out of the funeral, it's old cap or whatever. He's still alive. He pulls out a vial and goes, okay, boom. He goes right back to like where he was in the beginning. And he's like, all right, I'm cool now. I take, give my, give my shield back. I already lived that life. <laughs> I lived that life. No, no, no. But he would, he, he would go back. He would still be old. When you go back, you're the same age. He's not going to revert back to a younger fucking cap. Don't just figure it out. They did it with uh, They did it with that man in the bus or in the van. They had pretty much like, dude, that was so skipped over. They pretty much had like an immortal making machine. Yeah, yeah. Like That's every time true. you get old, you just jump on that motherfucker and then boom. Like he was like baby Scott at one point. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. That's true. All right. So, do you want to? Uh, the GQ, GQ UK decided to rank all the Marvel, every Marvel Cinematic Universe movie and mm-hmm. TV show. You haven't seen this uh, rating, correct? All right. So I'm gonna go over it with you. You give me. You give me your reaction. Don't look it up. You give me your reaction. You could just say that's underrated or that's overrated. Okay? All right. Here it goes. At number 24, it says don't at us. Fuck you. Uh, Number 24, Iron Man 2. So this is the lowest rated MCU content. I don't think they rank Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Hmm. Do you think that's underrated, properly rated, or overrated? It can't be overrated. It's the fucking last. It's the last on the list. <laughs> Doesn't even deserve to be on the fucking list. No, Iron Man two was it? I would I would say at twenty four it's it's underrated. Underrated, yeah, I would say too. I, I, for me, I think the worst MCU thing is Thor two. Bro, that was what I was just about to say. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so that's number 24. 23 is The Incredible Hulk. 2008's. Edward Norton's. What I just remember from it is when him and fucking Abomination were fist fighting in in like New York. They were fist what? Fist fighting. They were fisting each other in New York? Uh Huh? (laughs) What kind of weird... I was not... So Abomination's coming back in She-Hulk. Cool. So that's 23. Underrated, properly rated, or overrated? Oof. Damn, there has to be something. Yeah. 
that second worse. worse. What's worse, Iron, Iron Man 2 or The Incredible Hulk? I would say I liked Iron Man 2 more. At least you had him in different suits. Fucking uh, race car got ripped in half. Rhodey, you know, they, Don Cheadle took over. There's some redeemable qualities in there. Further DMCU. Had fucking Black Widow in it. I would say I would say the Incredible Hulk's probably properly rated for me. You know what? I would say it's I can think of at least one movie. Yeah, Thor two. That's the worst. And then would no, you say No, I mean I I can think of one probably other movie. Okay. Um so I, I would say at twenty seven. This is twenty three. Oh sorry, twenty three. <laughs> I thought I thought it was twenty eight. <laughs> no, twenty three. Um, I would say it is underrated. Underrated. Okay. Okay. I respect that. And 22, WandaVision. So two episodes of WandaVision. It ranks number 22 on the MCU. I would say properly rated. We're two episodes in only. I wouldn't want this fucking way up the list. Like, we're fucking two episodes. The fact that they put two whole movies under this, they, they think Iron Man 2 was worse than WandaVision. The two episodes of WandaVision, uh, Iron Man 2, okay? But, so, 22, WandaVision. I would say properly rated. Fuck it. Like, or I would even say overrated. We're two episodes in. I'm not putting this ahead of two uh, fucking full movies. OG's yeah. Have- yeah, I would probably say overrated. Okay, twenty-one, Captain Marvel. But overrated. You know Actually, it's, I would say it's not fair to rate one division yet. No, but they just ranked everything though. All right, fine. So it's gonna be on. So, so twenty-one, Captain Marvel. Properly uh, rated. Properly rated. I thought it was cool. Like, I thought it was okay. The movie. It was probably. It's not one of the best MCU movies. Definitely, it's kind of vanilla. Uh, Brie Larson's performance is actually better in the Avengers movies than it is, you know, in Captain Marvel. Like at least in Endgame and stuff, she I would was badass, you know. You know what Probably else would I awesome. expect from a misogynist person like you? <laughs> this guy that raves and rants about <laughs> freaking. Oh, I liked WandaVision because of Wanda's tits. I didn't, say that. Like, I did not say that. I did not say that. Those were your verbatim, and I quote you on this. You said, that's why I watched this. No, but yeah, um, I would say probably rated. Probably <laughs> And 20, Thor the Dark World, overrated. 20? Overrated, yeah. That deserves to be on the bottom of the list. Yeah, 19, Iron Man 3. Properly rated? Fuck. Like, I can't keep saying... 19 other films are better than Iron Man 3 in... No, no, no. Like, it's... When we're saying this, like, are we making our own list here? Should we be writing this down? Or, like, are we just saying, like, if you were to rank Iron Man 3 19 on everything, would that be... Properly rated. Uh, 
But my but my other thing is then you have to kind of look at what are the other eighteen properties ahead of it. Eighteen. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's yeah, there's hitters up there, dude. There's hitters. We've just gone. But I would say for me at nineteen Iron Man three is um is Mm, I would say it's properly uh, underrated. I would say it's underrated. Underrated? Okay, so you would have it up higher. Yeah. Okay. Eighteen four. I thought the first. Yeah, I I I would say underrated too. Like the first Thor is good. Yeah. The first Thor is good. Yeah, fucking, um, Taika fucking took Thor Ragnarok to just a whole another fucking universe, and like, we could probably have another three Thor movies now, you know, because this character just fucking Hemsworth is just ripped right now, dude. But um, like, and then I don't think Chris Hemsworth has that type of attitude where he's like, you know, I'm done playing this character, like, like. He's just like he's like the rock. He's just gonna be like making the movies, and he's like, dude, I get paid the most amount of money. This is my most successful movie. Why would I walk away from that? He could make the like you know he could make four movies for the rest of his career if he wanted. So number seventeen. This is just terrible. This is this is when I read this, I was like, this this whole list is bullshit. And then, and anything else that I see on here is not gonna matter to me. Whoever wrote this is just fucking ridiculous. Number 17, Captain America, the Winter Soldier. Yeah, that's underrated at 17. You're going to put... This isn't the top five of MCU movies, bro. Captain America, Winter Soldier is one of the best films that's come out of the MCU. You're going to put that fucking 17. Yeah, it's I think drastically underrated. There you go, perfect. Sixteen, Ant Man. I haven't Ant Man. I think compared to what other people, other things on the list, I would probably say overrated. So you would put some of the movies that we've mentioned over this? Yes, like Iron Man three. Um, Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier, definitely, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Everything on this list is going to be overrated now because of Winter Soldier. <laughs> yeah, Ant-Man, yeah, I would say. Okay, number 15, Age of Ultron. Yeah, I would say properly rated, probably. Properly rated. It's the worst of the Avengers movies. It was kind of like a missed opportunity, if anything. I wouldn't, yeah. I would say it's overrated at 15. Yeah, you'd put like Iron Man 3, Winter Soldier, definitely. Um, okay. I, I, I would put, I would put, I would pick, I would pick Winter Soldier, Thor, and yeah, I'd put Winter Soldier and Thor over Age of Ultron. Out of, you know, like everything that we've mentioned. All right, keep going. Number 14, Captain America, the first Avenger. Uh, 14, I would say it's probably rated at 14. Yeah. It's, I, the funniest thing is, it's the, it, it's out of the Cap trilogy. 
it's probably his weakest movie, but it's a great fucking movie. It's probably, you know, it's better. I would say it's better than Thor. I would say it's better than Iron Man 3 and 2. I would say it's fucking better than, you know, the movies that we've mentioned. So, yeah, I would say properly rated for that one. Number 13, Ant-Man and the Wasp. Overrated. 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 Cool. I haven't, like, the the Ant-Man franchise has been cool. You know, like, I, I, I don't know. But, you know, like, I love fucking um, Paul Rudd. And, you know, I loved him in Endgame and everything. But the, the Ant-Man franchise has been okay. Number 12, Spider-Man Far From Home. Yeah, that's probably rated. So Far From Home is better than the first Cap. Iron Man 3, Iron Man 2, Thor, Thor 2. Yeah, I would say. I would say so. I would agree. Number 11, Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Yeah, properly rated. Properly rated. The worst of the Guardians movies. Well, there's been two movies. <laughs> Number 10, Doctor Strange. So you're putting Doctor Strange in the top 10 of the MCU. I would say that's overrated. Doctor Strange is good. I've seen it once. But I like the character. You know what I was thinking of the other day? I was like, you know, like, how come in, how come in fucking, in the in fucking Far From Home, they're like, oh, you gotta be the next Iron Man. You gotta be the next Iron Man. It's like, Shouldn't the next Iron Man be fucking Doctor Strange? Like, him and Iron Man were kind of, like, butting heads throughout, like, how shit should be done. And both of them, you know, like, they essentially, like, Doctor Strange is the most sensible person to take fucking Tony's spot, wouldn't you say? Not fucking Tom Holland and fucking Spider-Man who's gonna give away fucking, like, like, the most, like, the best fucking tech. Okay. Number nine, Avengers Endgame. Underrated Avengers Endgame is in the top three of the MCU to me, I would say. Yeah. I would say underrated. It's fucking beautiful, man. Okay, so because look, they put Captain America Civil War ahead of Endgame. Like, come on, man. What are you doing? You're gonna put Civil War. Civil War is top ten. But not ahead of Endgame. Not ahead of Endgame. It's not ahead of Winter Soldier. Mm-mm. Number seven, Iron Man. Hmm. I would say Iron Man deserves to be in the top five. Yeah, I was, that's exactly what I was going to say. It's the OG. It's Not only is it is, is it the OG, it's like still a great fucking movie. I think here's my top five Marvel movies. So we'll just cut off the rest of your list. <laughs> it's going to be Iron, for me, Iron Man, mm-hmm. um, The Winter Soldier, mm-hmm. um, and Avengers 1, mm-hmm. and then uh, Avengers Infinity War and Endgame. Endgame's like the... your best favorite or top best movie? Okay. My... No, I say those are my top five. Okay. Which one's number one on that? Or are you just saying five movies? I was just saying five movies. If I were to order them particularly, I'd say Iron Man's number one for me. Mm-hmm. Um, after Iron Man, I'd probably say Avengers. Just because it started, I think, everything. And it was a really good movie. Mm-hmm. And then after Avengers, I would probably put... Uh, I would put a Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. And then I'd put Endgame, and then 
Infinity War. Okay. Mine would be number one, Guardians. Mm-hmm. It's my favorite movie of the MCU. Guardians of the Galaxy, the first one. Like, it's just the funniest. It's the best. And um, number two would probably be Endgame. Then three, Winter Soldier. Four, Iron Man. And then five, Infinity War. But um, so on their list, number six is Black Panther. And we put little to no fucking thought into our list. Like we just like, off, this is just off the cuff. I probably forgot half of the movies in the MCU. But um, number six, they have Black Panther. And number five, it's Avengers Assemble. I don't know if in the UK, uh, the first first Avengers movie that came out titled Avengers Assemble, I guess. But they have that in the top five. Number four, they have Spider-Man Homecoming. Way overrated. Come on, dude. Spider-Man Homecoming is not in the fucking top four of the MCU. Uh, Number three, they have Infinity War. Cool. Number two, they have Thor Ragnarok. Thor Ragnarok's a great movie. It's not the second best movie in the MCU, though. And number one, they have Guardians of the Galaxy, which I 100% agree with. Bravo. But GQ, stick to fucking style and fucking fashion, you cunts. Like, you... Have they offended you? <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think that's going to do it for this week's episode, man. It was a fun episode. I really had a good time. Um, you know... The Mandalorian last fucking last year when the Mandalorian ended, not season two, but season one, nothing else came out. So we had nothing to talk about, really. Uh, so, you know, our podcasts were a little bit more spaced out. But now we're going to be getting steady fucking WandaVision. Boom, 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 boom. So we're going to be going through weekly um, having these episode kind of discussions where, you know, we do part recap, part just, you know, Easter eggs, part our thoughts, part bullshit double the bullshit part most times and you know we appreciate you guys listening uh thank you so much um if you listen to us on any platform follow us subscribe and uh follow us on twitter if you like we're not too active on there uh but um it's miles apart pod and thank you for listening uh just any closing thoughts um if you can you know share we really feel like we need to let um elizabeth olsen know how you feel about her yeah i think it's fair man (laughs) all right thank you for listening guys until next week this is justin guggen signing off bye-bye